0: Welcome to the self-growth nerds podcast where we help you embrace the most courageous version of yourself. My name is Marie and I'm an adventure seeker who is obsessed with following the joy and creating more freedom. If you're eager for deep conversations, big questions and meaningful connection, join me on the quest to discovering how we can live a more magical and memorable life. how are you doing i'm good the summer here in montreal is starting and i just got myself some comfortable balcony chairs with proper cushions and it's a game changer (laughs) i spend so much more time outside now to drink my coffee or to work or to talk on the phone and i was telling a friend about it yesterday and she was like what but you've lived there for six years Can you believe that for six years I had no chairs, or later on just cheap plastic chairs that you can only endure for 15 minutes? I guess I didn't think it was essential. Why do we do this to ourselves? Sometimes we just need to make a small change to massively improve the quality of our life. I did the same with my office. For years I worked on the kitchen table with my laptop, no mouse. It was fine, I guess. But then recently, I bought a laptop stand, Ollie got me a second screen, and I bought a $30 mouse, and I was like, what? What have I been doing? This makes everything easier and it cost me less than a hundred bucks. Anyway, today we're talking about self-love, and I think that's pretty accurate, right? Let me ask you this, what do you think of yourself? Do you think you're just alright, or do you think you're amazing? Where are you on that spectrum? Because if you think you're just alright, then I guess it makes sense not to get yourself some proper chairs and a mouse. One of my favourite books is The Perks of Being a Wallflower by Stefan Chomsky. One of his famous quotes is, you get the love you think you deserve. Let's take dating as an example. If you go out there feeling lukewarm about yourself and thinking, I hope it works out this time, I hope they like me and they don't think I'm too tall, that vibe is going to come off of you. And I'm not saying bullshit like you've got to love yourself before you can love someone else. Nope. You can 100% love someone from a place of self-doubt. But then you are more likely to look to them to fulfill your needs and make you feel better about yourself. And that creates codependency. I'd say that when I met Ollie, I was about 50% confidence, 50% self-doubt. I was not sure about my looks, not sure about my talents as an illustrator, not sure about a bunch of stuff. So when I brought an illustration I had done to Ollie, for example, and he said, oh cool, I got really annoyed. I had a belief that my partner should think I'm amazing. I guess because maybe that's how my parents showed their love to me. But where I was getting in my own way is that I also believed that me being amazing had something to do with the quality of my illustrations. I was desperate for Ollie to fake some compliments so I would feel worthy. I remember a friend telling me, well if it's important to you to be with someone who sees the value of your work, go find that person. And although I know this person was full of good intentions, I think this is bad advice. Because if we think this way, then we never fix the problem at the source, and the pattern repeats itself. I was looking to Ollie for surface validation that he wasn't giving me, not because he didn't value my work, that's what I made it mean, but because he's just got a different brain, and that's not how he sees the world. We see things differently and have different needs. And I'm thankful to know that now, because if he'd said, wow, your illustration is amazing, then I would never have learned to validate myself, to fulfill my own need for recognition. You will find people to love you, no matter how much you love yourself or not, because you are intrinsically lovable. But there is going to be a lot less drama if instead of pulling people to you to fill a hole, you can learn to stand in your own truth and shine, and let people who want to bask in your light come to you. We have a tendency to think, I will love myself once I'm in a relationship. I will feel better once I'm at a certain weight. I will feel worthy once I'm this successful. But it's the other way around. Yes, the results we create can boost our confidence. But in order to create those results, we have to first think more highly of ourselves. And it snowballs from there. The quote, you get the love you think you deserve, is just as valid for things like, you get the job you think you deserve, you get the clients you think you deserve, you get the food you think you deserve. If you want to create a bigger life, you gotta have a bigger self-concept. If you think you're amazing, you will surround yourself with people who also think they're amazing, and this is going to reinforce your self-concept even more. It's a positive, self-fulfilling prophecy. And thinking you're amazing doesn't mean you're arrogant and you never question yourself. No. You can think you're amazing and acknowledge, even laugh about your flaws. You can think you're amazing and want to do better and better work. You can think you're amazing and be able to apologize when you make a mistake. You can think you're amazing and shut up to let others talk. Recently, I spent a few days on the film shoot of an outdoor brand. They are making a movie about my story for the Winter 2021 campaign. The director was young and pretty renowned. He impressed the hell out of me. Because A he was kind to everyone on set, B he was calm and not trying to prove anything to anybody, and C he openly said he was proud of his work talked about his big clients and owned his success. Now, I'm not in his bank account, but I would bet he charges a lot of money for his work. He inspires respect and admiration and he gets the contracts that go along with that. Now, some people could meet him and say that he's full of himself as if that was wrong. We should all be full of ourselves, not from a place of superiority where we look down on people, that director didn't look down on anybody, but from a place of self-love and self-respect where we are proud of our progress and the work we create and we don't shy away from sharing that joy. Now let's deconstruct a popular objection that confident people are obnoxious. I disagree. If confidence is loud, then it often means there is still insecurity in there. I was talking with a friend from college and he said that one of our teachers back then had pulled him out of class and said, Listen, I know you're a good person and I love your energy, but you are turning into a negative leader. And it struck him because he was just starting to feel good in his skin. He was just experimenting with newfound confidence, but still had insecurities he wanted to cover. I did the same thing when I started having sexual experiences. I was telling everyone I knew about them because I still had insecurities about being a late bloomer. But mature confidence is grounded. You feel safe being yourself. You're fulfilling your own needs and you don't need anyone to fulfill them for you. You feel comfortable letting others be and speak their truth because you allow yourself to be and to speak your truth without worrying what everyone else will think. When I arrived on the film shoot a few weeks ago, there was tons of new people. And me from the past would have thought, oh my god, I want them all to like me. And that would have made me a bit awkward, not knowing where to stand in a crowd, wondering what to talk about, feeling intimidated by those I admired, beating myself up for telling a stupid joke. But present Marie, she's completely different. And I realized that when one of the crew members came to me and she said, do you know these people? And I was like, No, not at all, why? And she replied, oh, I'm new too, it's just that you look like you know everyone. And that's because now, when I show up somewhere, I've let go of what people think of me and it's so freeing. I'm just myself, I make all the jokes I want to make, I talk to people who seem interesting to me and that's it. I hear you say, oh, easy to say, harder to do. Yes and no. It turns out it's more simple than I thought. It's realizing that you're safe to exist as you are and that, like I was telling you last week, the worst that will happen is uncomfortable feelings that you can learn to move through. What I've found most difficult is when I shine on others' insecurities. I went on a backpacking trip in Europe a long time ago and I would tell all sorts of stories to the people that we met in the hostels and the friend I was traveling with got really annoyed with me. She said I told the same stories over and over again, and she she was probably right. But what I suspect is that she was pissed that I gave myself the permission to take up space when she didn't. But the fact is that you are taking up space doesn't necessarily mean you are stealing someone else's space. There is space for us all, and we can even create even more of it. I will gladly make space for you, but you gotta be willing to step into the light. I cannot pull you into it. If a door opens, you have to decide that you're worth enough to enter. Oh my god, there is so much more I want to say about confidence, but that will have to wait for another episode, because as I record this, it's Friday, and I'm eager to start my weekend. Listen, if you want to be more confident, work with me. I will share with you everything I've learned in the past decade to get where I'm at today. We're going to sit together and figure out how you get in your own way, how you keep yourself small. And I'm going to help you to own your truth little by little. And together, we're going to work on your self-concept so it's as big as the life you want to create. Visit selfgrowthnerds.com coaching to learn more about what I offer. And I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye! You just listened to the self growth Nerds podcast. I hope you enjoyed. We publish an episode every Monday, so make sure to subscribe if you want to be notified. I want to thank my friend Etienne Galano for editing this, and I want to thank you kind-hearted souls for doing the inner work necessary to grow into your true self and make the world a better, more beautiful place. My name is Marie, and I will talk to you next week.